This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Wednesday, June 21st, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, will House Republicans overstep when it comes to their investigations and impact 2024? Number two, the vault, a very active day on the financial services front. And number three, the Senate wades into AI. What could go wrong? All right, Jake, let's get into it. The top of Punchbowl News AM, a really interesting look at kind of the effort by conservatives in the House to really uh, attack Democrats, wade into the Hunter Biden, um, you know, kind of deal and kind of the impact that that could have potentially on 2024 for moderate Republicans. Yeah, you know it's interesting. Uh, our our um, our top this morning deals with the political reality here, which is that House Republicans are inserting themselves once again right into the middle of the twenty twenty four. That's the election that's coming up, twenty twenty four presidential election. You know, all these years blend together for me, and I think sometimes I say twenty sixteen. So, um, you know, it's it is it, it's interesting because. Think of just the breadth of investigations Republicans have going on right now. They have uh, investigations into Biden's policies like Afghanistan. They have investigations into Biden himself. They have investigations into um, uh, the Biden family. And um, they have not produced any hard evidence yet that any of the things they're saying, like some big bribery scheme is true. Um, but, you know, they're, they are uh, they are plowing ahead. And it's interesting to me, I was talking to the team about this yesterday. It's very low risk individually for the members of Congress themselves, right? Like, it's not like uh, Jim Jordan or James Comer have any impact. Uh, there's any impact about um, about uh, uh, if they kind of misstep or overreach. But, but you know, at some point, A, it's going to impact the, the 2024 race. And B, you know, uh, Tim Burchett, a conservative from Tennessee, uh, uh, Put it this way. Um, I worry that the public just gets to a saturation point. I mean, at some point they say they're crooked. We know it. Let's get on. Let's go on about it, which is which is I thought an interesting an interesting way to put it. Um, and uh, and listen, I, I'm not suggesting that Congress doesn't have a legitimate oversight role here, um, uh, but they it is a. Um, the politics here are interesting, especially given what we saw with Benghazi back in the day and what we've seen what we've seen otherwise with congressional invest investigations and overreaching in the past. Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting when you think when you put it into the context, right? I think, you know, you spoke with Daryl Issa, who used to chair the oversight committee during the uh, Benghazi investigation. And, um, you know, I think. He points to the point that the fact that, quote, we genuinely need to remain independent. Um, I don't know that that's that's going to happen necessarily when it comes to these investigations, but it does. I think the the real question is not going to be for the people that are leading these investigations that come from these very red districts, but it does. You 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 wonder where some of these moderate Republicans that give Republicans their five seat majority in the House, you know, 
Do they feel like this starts to overwhelm any amount of success the majority has and passing legislation and breaking through in terms of um, actually kind of having a message or is it just all going to be, you know, the the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, you know, investigations and that they're they're kind of they're crooked. I think that is is a risk for Republicans uh, that this piece clearly lays out, although for the most part, the, the Republicans that are doing the investigations feel very proud of the work that they're doing or defending it, feel like they need it's necessary part of kind of oversight for Congress. And it's, it's not going to slow down anytime soon, no matter what, whether you have some of these, you know, more moderate Republicans uh, looking at their reelection chances or not. Yeah, it's it's. It's there. It's fascinating, and and I the 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 risk for moderates, as you kind of indicate, is that they feel that is that voters feel like that uh, Congress is just too um, uh, maniacally focused on investigations and not focused on anything else. And I think, you know, I don't, I don't, I, to the extent that anyone is paying attention to Congress, maybe they'll think that. But but anyhow, it is a uh, it is a uh, an interesting dynamic we'll follow going forward. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. The Vault, uh, our very own Brendan Peterson, has a viewer's guide to the markup in the Senate and the fact that Jay Powell is in the House. Uh, You know, it is another jam-packed day for financial policy on Capitol Hill. Really interesting to see some work uh, by the Senate Banking Committee marking up legislation to date for the first time, Jake, since 2019. So a big day for banking uh, lobbyists, for banking staffers. There's two bills on the docket, the Recoup Act and the Fend Off Fentanyl Act. Uh, the biggest issue, and Brendan has been covering all the twists and turns here, is this Recoup Act, which is kind of coming out of the Silicon Valley Bank uh, failure and there's kind of two proposals, a more moderate one that is uh, by the Senate Banking Committee Chair Sherrod Brown and Senator Tim Scott, the Republican ranking member on that committee, that would give bank regulators stronger authority to claw back incentive-based pay, ban execs from the industry after misconduct, and direct bank boards to develop new corporate governance standards. There's that competitor bill by Senators Elizabeth Warren and Josh Hawley uh, that is just uh, a little bit you know, more kind of severe, proposing sharper penalties covering a longer period of pay than the Brown-Scott package. Yeah, uh, amazing that they're marking up a bill for the first time since 2019. It's like, what are they, what are they doing here? Um, but that's that's Congress for you. But the uh, this is a a big day for uh, the Senate Banking Committee. Also, in addition, Jay Powell, uh, uh, who uh, I saw at a Dead and Company concert, quite famously now after my tweet went viral, <laughs> did not expect that to happen. Um, will be in front of the House Financial Services Committee. Listen, Powell, uh, as Brendan puts it, is a relatively um popular figure on the hill um and uh so he is not going to be this is not going to be a, a beat up session I don't think but uh he, I'm sure he's going to take a little bit of heat and get a lot of questions from members on both sides of the aisle on issues of uh, fund the funding of the CFPB which is the subject of of litigation and um but uh, a big day that we will be all over uh today All right, let's uh, move on to the number three story of the morning, artificial intelligence. It's no secret that Congress isn't great at solving problems. It doesn't understand, Jake. We know this well. Uh, Oftentimes, regulation taking 
much longer uh, than probably needed. And now it's kind of interesting to watch how lawmakers are taking a new approach when it comes to AI. Later today, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is expected to lay out a path for Congress to comprehensively address AI, something senators openly admit they know very little about. Yeah, I would say a few things here. Um, Number one, this is something that Chuck Schumer and um, uh, Kevin McCarthy have both been focused on, AI. I I think this is one of the most interesting stories, Anna, of our time here, Um, in the sense that I think that you know, when there's something new, Congress tries to get its arms around it and doesn't do a good job most of the time. Right. It takes a while. It's not it, it's it's rarely clean. It's rarely uh, simple. Uh, McCarthy has been hosting some uh, conversations internally with um, uh, experts on A.I. He, he always says McCarthy always says that um, the, whoever's first to uh, understanding and really getting A.I. together will be have a big leg up going forward, I think. That's probably undeniably true. Um, uh, Schumer's hosting, Schumer's giving this speech. I, the interesting thing that Schumer says is we don't even really know the questions that we should be asking, which I think is the most interesting thing here. Um, so that'll be something that we follow today. I want to mention one more thing off topic uh, on a, not on AI on a, another topic. We have a busy day on the House floor this week, and today we'll have. Um, uh, Number one, Anna Paulina Luna's latest resolution to censure Adam Schiff. This, I believe, is her third resolution, the second one that will get a vote. Democrats will try to table the resolution. Unclear if they'll be able to. Uh, Number two, Lauren Boebert has filed an impeachment resolution on Joe Biden. That is... um, Let's call let's say this. The leadership is not very excited about that resolution. They think Democrats should have the votes to table it. They're going to try to talk her out of forcing a vote this week. And Marjorie Taylor Greene is threatening to force impeachment votes against various Biden administration officials. So put that in the in the investigation category of uh, uh, we are moving uh, toward um, a lot of different votes on the Biden administration. Let's put it that way, Anna. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you like The Daily Punch, share it on social media with your friends. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also go deeper on all of these topics and more by signing up for our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.